it's Nikki Jensen and Brie Picconi and we're late, late to, to the, the party. party a weekly podcast about our obsession with film fashion and pop culture Yee. hey Brie hey Nick hey how's it going it's going good good yeah so it's the holiday season Mm-hmm. So we thought it would be apropos to discuss the 2006 Nancy Myers classic, The Holiday. Yes. Let's discuss. Let's do it. <laughs> yep, this is our second episode of Movie Club. Yeah, which I'm really enjoying. Same. Um, yeah, it's always fun watching movies with you, but um, also talking about movies. I'm here for it. Yes. And I'm ready to talk about The Holiday. Yeah, same. I oh, go ahead. I think we're going to have maybe different thoughts, mm-hmm. but kind of the same thoughts because we watch this movie every year. It's in the rotation. Yeah, it's in the Christmas rotation. You know, the classics like It's a Wonderful Life, A Christmas Story, and then the modern day like Elf. Yeah, or Home Alone. But the holidays like in the mix for me. Yeah, and I don't think anything of it. <laughs> But I think because we had to sit down and, like, take notes and, like, just we were chit-chatting about... I, I have a little... I have some realizations about the holiday. <laughs> okay, yeah. I want you to lay it on me because I also have had some realizations. And, it, like, I I just want to say, like, well, should we preface how, how we know the movie or will we get to that? Let's preface it. Okay, because I feel like I've... I don't think I've seen this movie as much as you have. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, like... Like a handful of times, but not like, not enough to know it like front to back. I mean, I would I would say kind of the same. Like I've I've definitely seen it more than you, but it's one of those movies. Like I said, like in the rotation. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's like, it's like background. Are you really paying noise? attention? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I like the idea of the holiday. I like putting it on. Hmm. Um. So are you telling me this is like the not the first time you've paid attention, but like like I for me I, at least I really paid attention this time, <laughs> and so I feel like yeah I definitely have some notes. Same, yeah, because it is like one of those background movies. Yeah, and I love a Nancy Myers film for sure, but Nancy Myers films are like, and we're gonna talk about it more. They're like self care films. Like, if you want to feel comfy and cozy and you're, like, taking care of yourself for the night, yeah. you pop in, a, or I pop in a Nancy Myers film and, like, yes, I'm on my laptop or, yes, I'm wrapping Christmas presents, which I usually do when I watch the holiday. <laughs> which we we did not. We did not. We had it all set up and then we were just, like, we were too transfixed. <laughs> yeah. We were, like, this is the holiday? <laughs> yeah. That's what I felt like, too. I was, like, wait a minute. <laughs> so those reviews weren't just, like, wrong? Yeah. But yeah, like it's a Nancy Myers film, which which I love, but it is relegated to background. I understand. That's how I kind of felt too. Like I'm like, oh, it's a feel good, but like I don't know. There's definitely some things I was like, oh. But but there's merit to that. Yeah. Like, totally. But I didn't originally see this movie in two thousand six when it came out. You Did didn't? you? No. I didn't I actually didn't know it was um out at the time because there was another movie. Or something. I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought. I had I had a point that I was going to make, and I just... <laughs> it's okay. We'll just... I'm curious now. <sighs> I am, too. So what else came out in 2006? Like a Christmas movie? No, it was... Or a Nancy Myers film? I don't know. 
the the thought is gone. I'm sorry. I'm so curious to figure out what, what you were going to say, well, though. Oh, maybe. Well, because we're going to talk about, like, the box office and what other movies were yeah. out, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well. I know. I'm like, what is this movie, Brie? I don't know. I, I just. Uh, I was just going to say, there's, like, a movie that I really remembered coming out in 2006, but I had no idea the holiday was coming out, and I was just trying to think of that movie. Um, the last holiday came out in 2006 with Queen Latifah. Wait, did it really? Yeah, the, that's the holiday a great and, movie. And the last holiday. The yes. same. Oh, okay. Well, it says Deck the Halls. That's not the one. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I lost it. I'm sorry. It's okay. So, do you want me to just go into the year in review, I guess? Yeah. Okay. On. So, before we properly discuss the holiday... Let's take a time machine. Let's take a trip to winter 2006. Okay. Bush was president. Uggs were prevalent. And Fergalicious was probably your MySpace song. It was definitely mine. (laughs) (laughs) So, 2006 in film. So, it was a big year for British cinema. In Christopher Nolan's The Prestige came out. And Stephen Frears' The Queen came out. I remember that being big at the time. I do. Never seen it. Never seen it either. (laughs) The highest grossing film was Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Yes, that one was good. It was. The Departed won Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Um, M. Night Shyamalan's The Lady in the Water was released and fell short of expectations. And some of the best films of the year were either personal, like Little Miss Sunshine, or The Squid and the Whale, or political, like Syriana, and Good Night and Good Luck. Hmm. Which... I believe directed by George Clooney. Wow. So. Well, that paints a bit of a picture. It does. Yeah. So that was going on in 2006 in film. And then the holiday. And then the holiday up. came out. But the holiday did well at the box office, right? It did. It did. It came in third. Um, The first movie. So it came out um, the weekend of December 8th, 2006. Mm-hmm. Apocalypto. Which I've never seen, never heard of. I've never of. heard of that I've one. I've never heard of. Wow. But it is a Disney Wait a second. Film. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was number one. Okay. Number two was Happy Feet. And then okay. number three was The Holiday, followed by Casino Royale, and then rounding out the top five was Blood Diamond. Do you do you agree with that? That Happy Feet should be above The Holiday? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Box office is not technically rankings. So I... True. I think that, like, Nancy Myers films, like, chick flicks mm-hmm. and films of that nature towards, like, an like adult audience. Yeah. They're um, counter-programming, typically. What do you mean? Um, So, like, when the movie studios are planning out, like, their schedule to release a film, mm-hmm. let's say that the big movie of the week, like, the blockbuster movie of the week is Casino Royale. Okay. So that's like the big movie. And then counter programming would be like a horror film or oh. like a Nancy Myers film. Throwing something else in the mix like to balance it to out. To balance it out because they're like, oh, the um sometimes the female audience or the like the horror audience, you know, the ladies over sixty five who want to watch book club. That's oh, why yeah. I like those like book club movies or like Pom poms or pom pom, whatever Diane Keaton movies out Diane there. Diane Keaton movies, yeah. I literally was thinking of her. Yeah, like that's why you'll see those like 
at the box office, like on box office mojo or like coming out being released with like a big, big budget film. Okay. So like a Marvel film and then you have like book club. Interesting. But they do very well, apparently. They do very well. I mean, okay. So for the holiday to open third. Yeah. It's actually really good. Yeah. Because, yeah, like the the budget isn't as big as a Happy Feet. Mm -hmm. And it's not towards the masses. Yeah. So actually the holiday did really well. That's awesome. I'm here for that. Apocalypto, no idea what that is, though. I don't know her. Yeah, I don't know her. But So, mm. Brie. Yeah. How would you describe the holiday? Okay, well, I mean, it is fun. Um, like a synopsis. A synopsis. Well, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a lot of explaining to do. But um, basically, do you, should I just read the synopsis legitly? Or you want my synopsis? <laughs> I'm like, how well can I articulate this? Is this a good, is this like a quiz? Is this, you know what? We can try both. No pressure. We can try both. We but can... I'll I'll put this DVD right here. Just in, case. <laughs> just in case, like my cheat sheet. Yes. Okay. So it uh, starts out with Cameron Diaz's character, Amanda, right? Uh, fighting with who I, that's some guy that I thought was Paul Rudd, who <laughs> was not. I don't know that man. Um, well, maybe I do. I don't Breathe. know. <laughs> it's like one hour later. And then you're like, and that's the end of the holiday. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, you didn't let me finish. Okay. So basically, okay. So it's Amanda. Sorry, it's okay. We'll do a take two. Okay. So Amanda breaks up with her boyfriend, rightfully so. Right. And, um, <laughs> yeah, Brie, I'm not, Brie, I don't know how to describe the synopsis for the holiday either, so you don't have to ask if I'm right or not. <laughs> Just like after everything, right? <laughs> Wrong. You want, you want the long version or you want the short version? <laughs> Give them the short version because then we're going to discuss it. I, you know, I think I'm just going to read the synopsis. I don't, I feel like mine's going to be a little too much. Brie, I would have done the same thing, so. I give up. Iris is in love with a man who is about to marry another woman. Across the globe, Amanda realizes the man she lives with has been unfaithful. Two women who have never met and live 6,000 miles apart find themselves in the exact same place. Um, They meet online at a home exchange website and impulsively switch homes for the holiday. Iris moves into Amanda's L.A. house in sunny California as Amanda arrives in the snow-covered English countryside. Shortly after arriving at their destinations, both women find that the last thing either wants or expects, a new romance. Amanda's charmed by Iris's handsome brother, Graham, and Iris, with inspiration provided by legendary screenwriter Arthur, mends her heart when she meets film composer Miles. That's debatable. That last part's debatable, but... I agree. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's the synopsis. (laughs) Want to discuss our thoughts on the holiday? For sure. Uh, before let's, we do, yeah. are we going to talk about the reviews at all? Do you want to talk about the reviews? I mean, let's do it. Yeah. The, so the reviews at the time, they weren't the best, right? They were middling. They were middling reviews. Middling reviews. But it did great at the box office. But didn't a lot of people just say like, I don't know, just kind of dismiss it as a chick flick, basically? I think. I think so. I think with all of Nancy Myers' films, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a write-off. 
Um, Which, what is wrong with chick flicks? Nothing is. I love chick flicks. They're my favorite genre. <laughs> I love a good romantic comedy. Yeah. Um, But I, I, f- I think that, well, for one, I do think there's a level of sexism, if we're being real. Yeah. With it and with the term chick flicks, it's a little, um, it's a little condescending. Yeah. But I, I can like get on board with like a lot of the reviews, like the AV Club, mm-hmm. um, that review, a piece of it, they said, there's nothing authentic or personal about the holiday. It's as chilling as heart warmers get. And, you know, th- that kind of was the consensus. Mm-hmm. At the time, like, the reviews was just, like, it's an okay film. It's, you know, it's trying to get a reaction out of you to be heartwarming. It's like a, it's like, um, yeah, it's kind of written off as for females. Yeah. Which, why is that such a bad thing? It's not. You know what I mean? But it's a Nancy Myers film. It's not like a, like a Moonlight or a Manchester by the Sea. It's not going to, like, make you think. It's not going to provoke you. Yeah. That's not the but intention. Don't, don't we need movies like that? Like, I don't know. I feel like we do. I feel like escapism's a thing. Yes. I feel like it shouldn't be dismissed. I mean, people like to... And and not everyone... It's not... Chick flicks are not just for girls, honestly. They're not. And also, like, escapism isn't solely, f- like... I think, like... There's the Marvel universe, yeah. and that's escapism, and that's awesome. For sure. Like, I'm not going to go full Martin Scorsese and be like, well, fucking <laughs> Batman movies aren't real movies. Yes, they are. Don't say that in front of me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's escapism, and that's a valid form of, of that. Yeah. But I think Nancy Myers almost has a cinematic universe in and of itself. Oh, yeah. Like, Nancy Myers' interiors are like very specific in every film and for sure you know there's just you hit certain beats Mm -hmm. i i don't know i think it's comforting and escapism in a different way yeah and i think if you like are really dissecting it Mm -hmm. and like the female brain or whatever like females are more like based on like interpersonal yeah types of things and they're like people oriented yeah so this in a way it's female escapism. Yeah. And nothing's wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And that doesn't mean I didn't watch Spider-Man, like the new Spider-Man. I've seen that twice already, and it just came out Friday. <laughs> nice. But get you a girl who can do both. I agree. I can watch Spider-Man, and I can watch the hell out of a Nancy Myers film. Amen, sis. The NMCU. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, what, what other reviews came out? Well... There was one that I thought was really um, uncalled for. Because, <laughs> um, you know, there are some, like, critical ones that are, of course, like, people are like, ah, yeah, it's, um, it's predictable or this and that. But this one really stood out to me by Lou Luminick of the New York Post. And he says... I've heard of it. You've heard this one. Complaining about the gooey and generic the holiday is as useless as railing against fruitcake. This is a slick, throwaway chick flick designed to provide nothing more than mindless diversion between bouts of shopping. Gives it a two out of four. (laughs) Which I'm like, wow, that's really insulting. Is that what females do? Just shop? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just like, dang, Lou. Bro. Lou? Lou can GTFO. (laughs) 
I like this one a lot too. This one's a positive one. <laughs> Even though she only okay, so it has like a, a a good tomato, right, on the tomato meter. But um it she only gives it two and a half out of four stars. Someone named Carrie Ricky from Philadelphia Inquirer. But she says it is a fizzy champagne cocktail that provides a pleasant buzz. Many smiles and Jude Law with the role of his career. <laughs> But she's like Mr. Napkinhead. <laughs> Mr. Napkinhead, exactly. That was the role of his career. I don't get the two and a half out of five stars then if she likes it so much. Like, isn't that like, shouldn't that be a rotten tomato? But you know, I get it though. Like, I, I kind of went on a tangent, but my point was like, The Holiday? Yeah. Is a good film. It's fun. It is like a fizzy, fizzy drink, a fizzy cocktail. Yeah. And it's not particularly good, like, great. It's not, like, a objectively good film, mm-hmm. but it's so fun and charming, and it just has all the, the Nancy Myers beats. Yeah. And, you know, Cameron Diaz and Jude Law and Kate Winslet and Jack Black, they're so charming, and it's written well, and it looks nice. It does. No, it... It is very like aesthetically pleasing. So yeah, it's a, like it, it is for me like a two out of four stars. Yeah, you agree with that? I agree with that because it's serviceable. It doesn't have to be like revolutionary. But well, I I hear what you're saying. Do you think the reviews are are fair? I mean, sort of. It's like I mean they are mixed, you know. Which I kind of. I'm like, eh, you, how hard can you really critique it? I, You know what? There's one that I completely agree with, and this guy says it pretty well. He says, the holidays is advertised. Every sprite from everyday demands and acquired cynicism. Three out it's of four. It's a respite. Respite. Sorry. What did I say? Respite. <laughs> sorry. Close. <laughs> sorry. I can't I'm spell sorry. spite without respite. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to continue? I'm so sorry, yeah. Brie. No, it's okay. I, I guess that was that was all I had to say. Um, no, what was the review that you liked? That that was it. I just read it. Well, wait. Why don't you say it again? No. I don't want to. I don't want you to include that part where <laughs> you I don't want me to say where you correct me and we laugh. Yeah, I don't want you to do that. It's okay. We'll leave it in. No, <laughs> that makes me look bad, Brie. No, it makes me look bad. No, I'm it makes one, me look I'm bad. I'm the one mispronouncing I'm things. I'm the one who's rude and corrected you, ma'am. <laughs> oh my god, we. I. I don't know. I say we move on. Oh, this is okay. I have a better one. This is one I really agree with. Um, so this is Roger Moore, the Orlando Sentin. Sent. Oh gosh, see, I was gonna say the Sentinental, which is also incorrect. <laughs> The Sentinel? Yeah, the Sentinel. How'd you know? Do you read it? (laughs) (laughs) All the time. I knew it. Oh, man. Well, anyway, he says, any holiday movie with a dollop of sweetness and a touch of wistful deserves a little slack at this time of year. This one is pleasant enough, but, oh, well, he says, but the holiday won't be one you'll remember after the eggnog has worn off. Three out of five. Which I, I sort right of on. agree. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. 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 Well, let's quickly, before we deep dive into the film, want to talk about some fashion. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's 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 go. Let's talk about yeah. the fashion. So I refer, I well, now that I'm a part of the NMCU, 
Yeah. I would refer to it as Nancy Meyer chic. Okay. Um, there's a lot of cozy neutrals. Oops. Lots of winter whites. Yeah. And um, I really like like Cameron Diaz's cable knit sweaters. Oh, yeah. I do, too. And you know what else I love? Her fingerless gloves. Yes. They look straight from the limited, too. I love it. They do. Oh, my God. I remember the last time I bought fingerless gloves from limited, too. I think you were there. And they were... They looked very similar. They look just like that. My limited two fingerless gloves look just like Cameron Diaz's in this film. And they were the ones that have like the... Oh, the little... The um, little um, it looks like a little hat upside down on your hand, but it just cover, it turns them into mittens. It turns them into mittens. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, um, I also noticed, especially on Kate Winslet, mm-hmm. skinny scarves. Oh, yeah, she did. So many skinny scarves. A lot of skinny scarves. Yeah. Yeah. But how about that? There's a lot of jammies. So many jammies. I love in the beginning scene with um Cameron Diaz, the full white moment. Full oh. white PJs. Yeah. And that like button down kind of oversized top. Mm-hmm. I like that. Loved it. Yeah. And didn't she pair? She paired her jammies with like a layered necklace. Yeah. Which is a mood. That is something you would do. Yes. <laughs> I'm all about a jammy set. I love that though. That's pretty cool. Also, with um, Cameron Diaz's character Amanda, mm-hmm. like I noticed when she first got into um, Iris's cottage, she's yeah. like, and I don't know if this is like a, like a product placement, but she has all Kiehl's skincare oh, yeah. products. Right, I noticed that too. That's good stuff, right? It's good stuff. I mean, I've I've never used it, but um, I've heard good things. I know. I it's more of a. That's probably also in the NMCU because mm-hmm. it's like I always associate Keels with like older Diane women. Diane Keaton. Yes. <laughs> we should go back. We got to watch something's got to get. We got to watch all the Diane Keaton movies. See if the Keels is there. Yes. All the Nancy Myers films. Mm-hmm. We got to watch. We got to watch them all. Got to really pay attention. Get out the magnifying glass. <laughs> go frame by frame. Look at every single body butter on there. Nightstands. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I love that stuff though. It's all those little details that I think makes the uh, story really come together, and the characters like give you a real good idea of the characters. I agree. I love that, and that's world building too. Like, yeah, I love it. Um, but Brie, are you more of an Iris or of an Amanda? Hmm, that's hard because I feel like on the outside I probably appear more Iris. But on the inside, I feel really Amanda energy, like the independence, the, the, I don't know, you know, she's always working a lot, whatever she does, you know, the, the grind. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The feelings, the, I don't know, difficulty expressing feelings. Have you not cried since you were 15? <laughs> yeah, I haven't cried since I was 15. No, that's a lie. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I liked Amanda's energy a lot when she like punches uh her boyfriend in the beginning. I love that too. But um she throws his clothes out the window. Yeah. Love that. I I've don't know. never done that, but but you know. <laughs> also, but, I, I mean for context, he did cheat on her just yeah, saying. No, it's no, it's no. not just violence. I just want to just clarify. No. <laughs> but um yeah, let's let's deep yeah, like let's, let's get let's into discuss it. Discuss the film. Yeah. So the film opens up and it is Kate Winslet. 
who is a successful bridal writer. Right. By, you know, by all means. But she has a big monologue about unrequited love. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of the, the start of the film. Yeah. Which is very love, actually. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That whole, like, affair. Not affair, but, like, the thing she has with with the man. What? Uh, I don't know. J- Jasper? Jasper? Yeah. Um, It's very love, actually, to me. Mm. But basically, in my opinion, Iris is throwing her life away. For this man. Oh, yeah. Because she's a successful writer mm-hmm. who doesn't need to be, like, second banana. Agreed. To this dope. No. And he he is not cute. Mm-mm. Not, not at all. Not for this man. Like, Hugh Grant, sure. Yeah. This man, nah. Nah. But, uh, yeah, it, it's so funny. Just not funny, but it's like, she's so pitiful. Mm-hmm. Like, Iris in the beginning of the film has so much negative self-talk. It's crazy. I'm like, girl. I know. Get it together. Like. Yeah. Get a girl. <laughs> Good God, girl. Get a girl. Yeah, like, this man's not that great. Like, no. Girl. Practice the five Gs. The five Gs. Yeah. Good God, girl. Get a grip. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. <laughs> it's kind of annoying to watch. Um, But yeah. Is that uh, the beginnings where they have the wedding announcement too right yeah yeah and then and then do they like how do we get into amanda's story they cut to that i just believe it's a cut too yeah mm. but amanda camera diaz's character is a successful movie trailer editor which is so cool that's the coolest job i think like like her like her house her mm. life like, yes, her boyfriend cheats on her or whatever. Mm-hmm. S- small, small beans. Like, she's, like, <laughs> so successful and fabulous. That is so awesome. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. Also, that job is so cool. Yeah, it looks really fun. And she's got um, Jim Halpert. I don't know his name. Who's that? John? John Krasinski? There we go. I just know him as the guy from The Office, basically. Yeah. And um, is it Catherine Hahn? Yeah, Catherine Hahn. Yeah. It's pretty cool. They're, like, helping her out, part of her uh, crew. Yeah, her editing crew. And they're editing um this, like, kind of rad trailer for this fictional movie starring Lindsay Lohan and James Franco. Yeah. Was it called Inception? Because that's what it sounded like to me. I heard Inception, but I don't know. Oh, man. That's just what I heard. <laughs> Can you imagine? I know. Could you? <laughs> but, yeah. No, it but- looked like a fun movie. It did. And I also love how when they were explaining, like, just what they wanted yeah. in the trailer, Cameron Diaz is like, I want, like, a happy red, not a Scorsese red. Mm. And, uh, I just love that line. Scorsese red. Yeah. No, it's it's cool. So, um, you know what part I really enjoyed? What? So, <laughs> when Amanda's, like, yelling at uh, Ethan, that's his name. <laughs> Um, she throws her shoes at him and he dodges them just like George Bush. <laughs> like he goes and ducks like both times. It doesn't hit him. And I was like, dang. So, yeah, I don't know if he did that. So George Bush could run or if it was like in the reverse, but it, if it was inspired by that real life event. Maybe George Bush was really inspired by Edward Burns in the holiday. He started practicing. He's <laughs> practicing his duck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that scene stood out to me because he dodges the shoes, but the way she throws them too was just like that guy in the interview. So I don't know. So 
like, wow. I'm going to do a side-by-side like, video. <laughs> TikTok that? TikTok, yeah. I love when uh, Kate Winslet tries to Sylvia Plath herself, and then she's like, ah, oh, it's not worth it. Oh, man. Yeah, that that's kind of dark. Which a little bit. I feel like Kate Winslet always has an element of darkness in her characters. Like, I mean, hey, um, Titanic, as she almost jumps off the boat and kills herself then. Can I be honest with you, Brie? Yeah. This is a very serious moment. Okay. I've never seen Titanic. No. No. Are you kidding? Yeah. I've you never have, seen you've, it. You, you've seen so many films. I, I, I know. I consider you a film buff. I, I also consider myself a film buff, a cinephile, if you will. I love cinema. And I. We need to get you to watch Titanic. I know Scorsese read, but I've never seen Titanic. Wow. Nikki, you've got to see it. It's a classic. I need to know your thoughts. Well, we'll late to the party movie club Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I saw Oh, wow. I'm just shook. <laughs> but a movie I've seen more than you, finally. Yes. <laughs> oh, the tables have turned. I know. But also, I love... Maybe we can talk about this. Okay. But... um. Cameron Diaz's character Amanda, yeah, like every like there's always like um like a cut to mm. dream sequence almost where it's like in a world like oh, the inner world guy and she's I like love that it's like a trailer of like what's going on in her life right now. Yeah, no, I love that she just has an internal like uh movie trailer man just you know narrating the movie of her life like it's great. I love it. <laughs> That's main character energy right there. Yeah. I love that. But too. And I love how, what is it, got to be real? Like the first one or like the second one where mm-hmm. you just hear like Amanda's life and then it's like, yeah, I know. I love that choice of song as well. That's really fun. So fun. Yeah. I wonder what our uh, soundtracks would sound like if we had a narrative. Nikki and Bree recording <laughs> recording a podcast for the holiday season. What movie are they going to choose? Yeah. The holiday? Perhaps. <laughs> you know, I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. So which house would you rather stay at? Amanda or Iris's house? <sighs> well... Or is this just a dumb question? No, not a dumb question. It's a hard question, though. Cause, like, really? You know, you know that I I love jolly good England. Oh, you know? okay, yeah. I'm a, a little bit of a was it a is it an Anglophile? What do you call it when you're? No, that's like oh man, it's it's starting to get late, Brie. I know. But like, I <laughs> I get what you're saying. You're a fan. You're a fan of a fan of the Brits. The Brits. Yeah. Um. Fan of Jude Law. Fan of Jude Law, for sure. Yeah. Um, So, would you rather live in a cottagecore lifestyle just for a chance to, like, fall in love with Jude Law? Young Jude Law? Yeah. 2006 Jude Law. Oh. That makes things more complicated. Or would you rather, would you rather stay in a nice big fancy home with an <laughs> Olympic-sized pool and all the gadgets and uh, <laughs> okay, be torn yeah. between a 90-year-old man and Jack Black? <laughs> 
What is it going to be? In a world where Nikki has to choose between Jude Law and Jack and Black. And a 90-year-old man. Let's <laughs> throw him in there. I don't know. You know what? Yes, I would like to shack up with Jude Law. Mm-hmm. But I would want to stay at Amanda's house in really? L.A. Yeah. Because, oh, my God, her DVD wall. Mm. Oh, I would love that. You're right. The pool. Yeah. She has a baller pad. And I would love to hang out with Arthur, the 90-year-old man. He seems so cool. Who, like, helped write Casablanca, like, all that film knowledge and history. And I just want to be, like, a sponge to him. Yeah. And have, like, Manischewitz and, like, a Hanukkah party with him. Yes. Like, duh, I'd pick Amanda's life. Duh. Which one would you pick? Okay, well, I am torn because... I like the cottage core aesthetic and just the idea of being at the, you know, on the English countryside and like in the hills, away from people, you know. I don't know. It's so cozy and cute. But at the same time, I hear you. That like, that old man is interesting to me. (laughs) But then it's like, Jude Law is very attractive. But he also has kids, you know. That's complicated. That's that's complicated. That's another... You know, it's another Nancy Myers movie. Speaking of the NMCU, which I'm trying to make happen, Uh, that's a part of it. That is a part of the NMCU for sure. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Because England would be great. That'd be fun. For sure. It's 40 minutes outside of London. Yeah. Mm. Take the tube. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm still undecided. I'm still, I don't know. I know I asked you the question and you have an answer, but I, I'm undecided. I feel like, Brie, though, you'd vibe with Arthur, the old man. I feel like I so would vibe hard. with him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe, yeah, maybe just just for him, I would I would stay at Amanda's. I also think that you would have more chemistry with Jack Black than Kate Winslet did in this movie. Yeah. I, I think you guys would be a better match. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Watching this movie, like, because honestly, I haven't seen this movie in like three or four years, maybe. I don't think. I mean, that's a bald face lie. We saw this last year, but anyway. No, we did not. Yes, we did. Go back to my Instagram stories, ma'am. <laughs> Wait, for real? Yeah, for real. Where <laughs> were we? Did we really? I wasn't watching for real. <laughs> but we have watched it before. Like, I yes. remember watching it in your room for the first time, like, maybe four or five years ago. Okay, something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, that's correct. I'm Does sorry. That sound correct. That sounds correct. No, it's okay. I mean, you can correct me it's when like, I'm roll wrong. the tapes. <laughs> I just don't remember. But like, I, when I first saw it, I remember thinking, "Oh, that's such a cute pairing, Kate Winslet." You know, the whimsical. Like her and Jack Black seem kind of whimsical, and he's goofy, whatever. Like, I, also, you don't see him in a lot of romantic roles. Sure. So I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool to see this side of him or whatever." Watching it now, mm-mm. I don't, they have zero chemistry. Something ain't right. She has more chemistry with the old man. She does. Like, even just, like, friendship or whatever. Like, there's, there's, they at least have good banter. Her and Jack Black do nothing. I'm just gonna go on a rant now. Like, I know we have, like, no. Go off, sis. Go off. (laughs) I need to go off. Like, what is up with him in the blockbuster? Like, doing too much. Trying way too hard. Singing, like. Boodly boodly boop <laughs> to like every film score. He just picks up DVDs. He and in- first of all, he invites himself to hang out with her. 
and he has a girlfriend or whatever. And I think he's just bored. Kate Winslet and him have had zero conversations at this point. Like, he was over at the uh, Hanukkah party, but he didn't talk to her. He talked to the old guys. He also invited himself to that as he well. Invited, well, well, kind of, sort, sort of. of. Yeah. I mean, she sort of said come yeah. in, but it was like, eh. Well, yeah, what was he doing there? He just shows up unannounced. I don't know. He's inviting himself to tons of things the whole time. <laughs> and she's just like, okay. And she just, like, goes along with it. But she, I don't know. She doesn't seem into it exactly. So... I don't know. Just like, what is up with that? What is up with their chemistry just being so awkward and non-existent? Yeah, I think it's just non-existent, but Brie. Yeah. My ideal date is to go to a blockbuster. (laughs) Is it for the man you're with to also sing all of the film scores to each DVD you pick up? No, 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 no. (laughs) No, just to like, I don't know. The ideal date would be just to go to a blockbuster. Yeah. And like just pick out the DVDs or VHSs or whatever. How far back are we going? But I don't know. VHSs the DVDs, are cool. I'll say, and you know, just be like just talking about them and just walk through all the aisles. Yeah. Are you going to are you going to rent any? Totally. Okay. You got to rent them. <laughs> but you got to talk about them first. We got to talk about them first. Make little little references and funny voices. Maybe movie scores, but only so wait, once. Okay. Pipe down. Like, I don't want it to be like full Jack Black. But, you know, one. Yeah. You, know, you both should be into it. It shouldn't just be one person. Just not, no one asked for that. I'm sorry. No. No one asked for that. You have to match the energy. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of just Jack Black doing all that. And then Kate Winslet just like, huh? Just like a long, she's just there. She just stands there, like, ah. like she sort of laughs, and that's I don't know. And she's like, "Shh, be quiet." <laughs> yeah, but we get the cameo when um Jack Black picks up the graduate and's like singing Miss Miss Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, which isn't like a film s- score per se, and it's technically not in the graduate. It's not. Well, like, it's in the end, right? Mm. I really don't know. I still, that's one I haven't seen. Eh, it's a good one. Mm. But, um, but the reference still stands. Mm-hmm. So he picks up the graduate and sings, you know, the Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. And Dustin Hoffman makes a cameo. I love that. And I, I love that. I love Dustin Hoffman. He's great. Same. Ah, Dustin Hoffman and Kate Winslet. Maybe <laughs> that would have been more of a match. Yeah, anyone but Jack Black. She, oh my god, can you imagine? Okay, so plot twist. Yes. They're at the blockbuster, and he picks up a movie, doesn't sing to himself, and she's like, oh my god, that's my favorite movie, and then they run off together and leave Jack Black in the dust. Thoughts? I like that. Oh. But, uh, yeah. Um, oh, I have a note here. Cameron Diaz, anytime she gets in a car, mm-hmm. she treats it like Grand Theft Auto. Like, she's, like, GTA in that car <laughs> throughout Jolly Good England. That's a little nerve-wracking, yeah. <laughs> like, she's, like, I thought we were in a different movie for a sec. This is what I don't remember about this film. Yeah. It's, like, anytime she hops in a car, she's, like, almost running, like, head first into mm-hmm. cars and, like, swerving them on the street. Yeah. No, it's... And, like, going over the sidewalks. <laughs> I mean, in her defense, she's in England, and uh, you know, what, like, what would you do? I mean, I feel like that—that that might be me. I'm. I mean, that's for sure me. 
You've seen my car. You've seen my hubcaps. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, you know, we hate the things that we hate the things about others that we, we see, see in ourselves. ourselves. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying there. Yeah. Oh, and oh, my favorite scene is Cameron Diaz raging to Mr. Brightside. Yeah, <sighs> I knew it. That's honestly, I love that scene, too. Same. Yeah, it's just so feel good. Also, it's like we've all been there, you know, when you're just like alone, home alone, you can turn up your music and just bop. For sure. Or nothing is better than like, like the catharsis of like putting on a song really loud and just like terribly singing and just like, yeah, thrashing to it. (laughs) Should do that more. Yes. Everyone needs to. See, I feel like this film is self-care chic. Oh, yeah. Like, if you think about it, like, Cameron Diaz's character, it's all about, like, when she goes to the the shop mm-hmm. and, like, buys all the food for herself and, like, all the wine and, like, yeah, it's just always about being cozy and taking, she's taking baths with her oh, keel skincare. See, and, that's the mood. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, Iris is self-care, too, because she's getting away from she's a toxic sleeping. situation. Oh, wait. Hold on. What is she doing, though? She's sleeping a lot of the time. <laughs> depression naps. She takes a lot of depression naps. Relatable. <laughs> yeah. Actually, true. Sometimes you got to take a good depression. You got to roll down the shades and just go to sleep. Yep. For sure. But, uh, yeah. I really like that scene, too, though, when she's singing to Mr. Brightside. That's great. I also have a note that she's she's pretty thirsty. Because, <laughs> like, she, oh, so you know when Jude Law comes and knocks on the door, right? Mm-hmm. She doesn't know who he is. He doesn't really explain himself. She Well, she opens the door. And then she lets him in without him even saying, like, oh, yeah, I am Iris's brother or anything. She, already, she just, like, lets him in. Like, I think he says something like, I'm going to pee outside or something. And she's like, oh, no. <laughs> and she opens the door. <laughs> And yeah, and then finally when he comes inside, takes off his coat, he's like, oh yeah, I'm Iris's brother, by the way. I'm like, oh, maybe, I feel like I wouldn't let someone in unless, I mean, I don't know. I mean, anyone can say anything, but also, like, no information? I, I respect know. you for that, Brie. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Would you let Jude Law in? Brie, do you think I'd let Jude Law in? I think if it was Jude Law, yes. But, like, if Jude, if, I mean... In this case, he is uh, Graham. Okay, but also he looks like Jude Law. So (laughs) this is like a technicality. I feel like if I'm already in this cottage in England, Mm -hmm. you know, my boyfriend's cheated on me. You've seen me in states. Yeah. (laughs) Where the thirst is real. Uh Uh-huh. And I'll like just go out of body. I would like... Graham, aka Jude Law, in. Oh, so I you think. think is that one of those out of body moments yeah. in a way? I think so. Well, I thought it was interesting. I also thought it was interesting that he's already kind of drunk, right? Mm-hmm. And she proceeds to give him more alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Hey, you want something to drink? You want some? Maybe some water? Maybe some tea? Maybe some alcohol?" <laughs> I love that though. She's such a bad influence. I know it kind of cracked me up, but. but yeah, but is Jude Law's character, like, is this what they talk about when they talk about the female gaze? What is, like, how so? Like, well, you know the male gaze where it's, like, a hot lady coming out of, like, a 
like a steam shower, a steamy or shower or something. Yeah, or like um a, a p- swimming pool. Oh, like the slow mo of the, the water slow-mo. dripping off her bikini or something. Yeah, yeah. But like, is gr- like Jude Law's Graham the female gaze? Because like yes. he just like waltzes in mm-hmm. and like sweeps Cameron Diaz off her feet. So convenient. And then like has kids, but is also like the best daddy ever. He is and da- like. <laughs> He is daddy. And like, can we can we talk about that line where he just straight up says, I am daddy. <laughs> oh, my God. I laughed so hard. Like, you look like you're about to cry. You look like you are crying. Because I didn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. But yes, that line where he like is like, I'm daddy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry the way the way he says it though is so like <laughs> i can't i don't know you, you gotta watch it and listen because it's the delivery is hilarious yeah i feel like yeah i feel like jude law in this film will get a lot of a lot of ladies panties in a twist <laughs> all for doing simple things like being nice and being daddy you know what? Maybe that woman was right when she was like, this is Jude Law's performance of a lifetime. <laughs> the, the big moment in his career. Maybe this was it, you know? I would say yes, because of Mr. Napkinhead. Yes. And you know what? I love I love how one of his children, the little, one of the little girls is like, you're going to love this. Like they look at Cameron <laughs> and like, you are going to love this. This is so funny. You are going to fall off your chair laughing. Like she really hyped up she Mr. Was- Napkinhead. <laughs> Like you're gonna fall off your chair laughing at my daddy. <laughs> she really did, Mister Napkinhead. <laughs> he was hilarious, though. He, <laughs> he was. He brought the laughs. It was funnier than I expected. I thought he was just gonna put a napkin on his head, but no, he covers his entire face. You know, Jude Law is actually like one of my favorite characters in this film. He's really good. He's so likable and he's not annoying. He's like perfect. Yeah. That's why I'd let him in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>, um <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Go then, you say it. So <laughs> I don't know how to, like, set the scene for this. <laughs> okay. But there's a moment that, and you put this into words that made me laugh, but there's a moment where one of his children, she, they, she shoots her shot with Cameron Diaz. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, oh, my God. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry like, to the <laughs> listeners who, like, don't know what we're doing and just, like, weird descending into madness but there is a scene it's a really cute scene where the daughters take cameron diaz into their bedroom and show her this like tent which is totally innocent totally innocent. <laughs> they're laying down and one of the girls is like you look like bob you look like bobby we never have girls in our house yeah what are you wearing on your eyes yeah she's like i love your eyeshadow <laughs> and what are you wearing on your lips What's your, li- what's your lipstick cold? Uh-huh. And she's like, Barry Kiss. And then this young girl sticks her grubby little fingers on Cameron Diaz's mouth uh-huh. and rubs all on her lips and then takes her finger that she rubbed on her lips and she puts it in her mouth. 
It, it was fun. Like, if you, it, it does kind of seem like she's shooting her shot. Because she gives her so many compliments beforehand. And they're laying side by side. She's looking dead into her eyes. I just can't believe the little girl sticks it in her mouth. I and mean, this is a scene in a film. Yeah. I don't know. There were a lot of questionable scenes, though. Like, um, oh, man. Uh, like, like, fruitily. <laughs> oh, my God. Fruitily, you do. So there's like a scene, just like if we're just talking about questionable scenes, there's a scene that is supposed to be like Jack Black's character, which I, I forget his name. It's like Ernie, maybe. I don't know. He looks like an Ernie. I don't know. I'm rewriting the story. Dale. Dale or Ernie. Actually, I think it's Miles. <laughs> which, okay, is way too smooth for him. That's a too smooth of a name. I say I vote for Ernie or um, like you said, Dale. He's an Ernie to me. Yeah, he does seem like an Ernie, right? So Ernie slash Miles. Okay. So Ernie slash Miles, he's like playing this little tune for Kate Winslet. It has something to do with like the award ceremony for that um her old her old man friend next Arthur. door. Arthur. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um and he's just like playing along, doodly doo, and then he's like, this song is your essence or something to Kate Winslet. And he's like, doodly doodly flibbity flu. And like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, get into it. And then I guess she's saying things, but I did, I swear I didn't hear her say a single word. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, both of them go, fruitily do. <laughs> and then they both are like, ooh, you said fruitily? Yeah, like we both said it. Like, who says fruitily? That's, you, no one says that. But also, unbelievable. <laughs> Also, how is that just, like, acceptable to just be in a movie? <laughs> I don't think it's it should not be acceptable. And their whole, I don't know, their whole romance arc is very strange to me. Because it never really gets to a certain point of chemistry. It like, doesn't. There's, you know what I'm saying? It's always, like, in the beginning. And I, I think because he's also with his actress girl, it already sets it up to be, like, a kind of, like, a, a barrier to come up, to get across before they can even... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's a little difficult. Because she's kind of a free bird now-ish. Well, like, I think both of them have so many hang-ups and then don't get resolved until literally, like, the last five minutes. Oh, like, yeah. she's, like, decides, like, once Jasper comes to L.A., mm-hmm. she's like, nah, I don't need you. And then Jack Black smiles, you know, to the actress girl um, played by Shannon Sasa Simone, who's a snack. Yeah. But I digress. Um... He, like, breaks it off with her mm-hmm. literally in the last maybe 15 minutes. And then they meet up at Arthur's, like, writing award ceremony. Yeah. And then he's like, let's spend New Year's in England. Yeah. Which that part to me just. He know. also invited himself he to invited that. himself <laughs> again. It's so awkward. I don't know. I'm just yeah. like, dude, like, just chill out. Like. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I think that they're both very lonely. Yeah. So not to be a like a love pessimist, but um, I just think they're both very desperate and lonely. I agree with you. Like, okay, yes, Jude Law's character and Cameron Diaz, they probably both are too. However, they have like so much chemistry. They do. It's believable. But like... And also like the questions like they have, like... That they're like, oh, well, it's long distance. Like, they're being kind of pragmatic about it. They're trying to make it work. But, yeah, they're thinking of all the things. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I probably won't. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't love each other. And it's lovely. 
Yeah. Because they have this moment together, no yeah. matter what, even if they don't last. But I don't think Kate Winslet and Jack Black ever get... They, they don't, don't get anything. They don't know anything about each other either. I swear they don't have, like, a whole conversation. It's just him talking and making stupid jokes and talking about songs and playing music that, and going doodly-doo, and that's it. But Brie, they both said frutally at the same time. <laughs> so is that what bonds people? That's what bonds people. <laughs> so if you don't say frutally, you're not in love. If you don't say it together. Nah. But, uh, Yeah. Wow. But any final thoughts on the film? Final thoughts. Um, yes, I do have a final thought. The Christmas fettuccine. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be very profound about the whole film. And you're like, the fettuccine. It is profound. I'm sorry, Brie. I'm sorry. I'm not supportive enough. It is. Brie, go on. Well, just, uh, I just thought it was such an interesting choice. Like, because I've never heard of Christmas fettuccine before, and why aren't we having it? I, Good point. <laughs> well, because, like, Kate Winslet mentions it to Jack Black, right? And mm-hmm. I know I'm just using their actor names, but um, <laughs> it's, it's, okay, it's getting late. Too. But um, she mentions it, and then he kind of acts like it's his idea. Anyway... <laughs> But I, I was like, oh, is this some, like, an England thing, you know? <laughs> and, but then they cut to Cameron Diaz, who's by herself in the cottage. She's not hanging out with Jude Law. Like, he's not making any fettuccine. She makes herself fettuccine as well. <laughs> so what is up with the fettuccine? Why, why are, so, like, what are the odds? Like, what is the symbolism there? What was Nancy Myers thinking? I don't know. I wonder, we need to go and watch every single Nancy Myers film. Is this a part of the Nancy it, Myers cinematic universe? I bet in something's got to give that you fettuccine. Just think oh, about man. it. And it's complicated. Oh. Are, like, Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin having sex over some fettuccine? fettuccine? Yeah. <laughs> I, I It's got to be part of the, the NMCU. Yeah. For sure. We need to roll the tapes. Yeah, we will. But uh yeah, that was my last final thought, but how about really? you? My my final thought was I really love I love the ode to classic films and films in general. I love the little the little movie references or I love that they used actual films. I love how in Cameron Diaz's apartment. Yeah. Or not apartment, it's a house. It's a whole house. Oh yeah, house. true. There's a a movie poster of Vertigo. Mm -hmm. I love how Kate Winslet goes to the DVD wall and picks up Punch Drunk Love. I just, like, love the little things like that. Yeah. And um, I think that's very special. And, like, Arthur's character, the old man who, you know, talks about the golden age of Hollywood and and talks about gumption and um, and gives – Kate Winslet's character all the movie recommendations and yeah. she's watching His Girl Friday. And he gives her a really good pep talk too. He does. About being like the main character in your own story. Yep. And I think about that all the time. You're always be, saying that. To be honest. I, I'm always telling you that, Brie. I'm yeah. like, you can't be like the best friend or like the sidekick of, you have to be the main character of your own life. Yeah. So. You're so right. You yeah. you and Arthur just spitting out that knowledge. <laughs> I got it from Arthur. <laughs> but but before we go, yeah. One more question because the holiday has been in the news lately. Oh, right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So there was this article apparently people or a person you know, there's this idea like in the movie they swap homes. Right. 
So in the news, someone swapped homes with another person. They did like house swap. Yeah. Would you ever do that? I don't know. Um, it would be really cool. Um, first I have a, have to have a house to swap, but uh, <laughs> mm, you know maybe. I mean, it's kind of it. It just seems like an Airbnb situation. That's true. You know what I mean? I feel like this was very this whole idea of house swapping seems very ahead of its time. You know. I would say so. Yeah. It's kind of like Airbnb, except it's different because you're committing to the both people are like you're swapping, like you're not just staying somewhere. They're taking over your space, too. So it's like, do you trust them? It's true. I would only do it if I was guaranteed that it would be at a cute cottagecore place in England or in like an L.A. mansion. If I was guaranteed that Jude Law would be there, (laughs) then yes. Um. I just don't know. I don't know. I have mixed feelings. I mean, as long as you don't get murdered. Yeah, I would like to not get murdered, but I like the idea of it. I think it's a really cute idea, and it could be fun. I want to see the follow-up with this girl, like, swapping houses. Well, because she's all, it's also like, what is the premise, you know? Are you looking for love? Are you looking, I don't know, just to have a good time, new experience, you know? I would say go for a new experience. Yeah. However, if Jude Law knocks on your door and says, I am daddy. <laughs> let him in. Let him in. That's my takeaway. <laughs> I love that. Well, want to sign us off, Brie? Sure. So thank you guys for listening. Yeah, um, thank you. And I uh, hope you've enjoyed this new segment, Movie Club. Um, you can follow us on at the late to the party pod and give us a review or a rating on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Come